0: Thank you for joining the Late But On Time podcast. This is a podcast discussing everything from parenting to politics and a few things in between. Brought to you by the SGT Collective. On tonight's podcast uh, with your host Corey Sargent and
1: Donna Sargent,
0: we have a very special guest by the name of Cordero. Cordero, please introduce yourself.
1: How's everybody doing? Cordero clear, young, uh, enthusiastic person, entrepreneur, producer and fashion creator i love to create i love to create so that's what i mean I like to create with you guys
2: nice that's what's up can you tell um so Corey told me um that you have your yeah. own fashion line can you tell us a little bit about that when you got started what made you want to do that etc
1: right definitely so me and a couple friends i grew up working i consider brothers now Um, they started a fashion line back in 07 and when they started the fashion line, it didn't take off the way they wanted to. So in 2012, they came to me and asked me if I wanted to partake in their fashion line. I'm like, all right, you know, tell me a little bit why, you know, your guys' fashion line didn't work out as well as you thought it would. And a little bit more in terms of the business side of it, they was having troubles with it. So creatively wise, you know, they thought they had some good ideas. And me growing up with them and they see what I was doing, what I was doing, my own freelance, you know, t-shirt, paint designs, I was just, paint my own t shirts and give it out to uh, people in the neighborhood and they would like what I was doing using fabric paint you know stock t-shirts cotton blends and just making whatever design I felt like was creative enough and then putting in a t-shirt just to explore my creative fashion people in the neighborhood loved it they saw it as I got older and they got older they came to me and I was like all right you know we can definitely do something so 2012 we created a photo line called GoldenEye it's kind of like a triple entendre, so I'll break it down. It's spelled goal, like G-O-A-L, mm. N, D-N, and I. So basically, it means to always keep your gold in I, which means keep your goal in mind. Always have your goal focused into how and what you want to be in this world, what you're trying to be in this world. And, you know, one of our mantras is basically we would love for you to be with us on our journey as well as we're on on yours uh so this is a gold driven clothing line so from people who are individuals doing their own thing in fashion or not in fashion we like to collaborate a lot of historical and individual perspective into our clothing from more of our urban couture and the essence of what makes people wear they what they want to wear and it's more of the quality and the clothing of what they're trying to present in the street to how people see them and that's what we bring a lot into our fashion line. So we've been doing it for basically since 2012 to now, to present. And we've had some, we've had some good times. We had some bad times, like any business, but something that we really love to do.
2: Okay, like I think that's what's up. Like I feel I'm a big graphic um, T-shirt person. Like big, <laughs> I have an obscene amount of T-shirts. Like I, I don't know what happened. I just turned the corner and now it's just like I need. All kinds of t-shirts. So she um, is okay. like,
0: when it comes to t-shirts, uh, has if mm-hmm. the audience, anybody in the audi- um the listeners have seen New Jack City, she's like Pookie and <laughs> New Jack City.
2: The t-shirts keep calling me, oh, wow. man. Wow, <laughs> it's, not, it's not all
0: of that. Remember when Pookie was fighting over that turkey? That's that's wow. her yeah, t shirts It ain't
2: that bad. Oh wow! Like, but I mean, I think okay. so. I have some dope t-shirts though. So like, I mean, like okay. so, I like I have Claire uh huxtable on one shirt got whitney on another i got dwayne and whitley on one like i'm just i'm nope, big nope. into keep t-shirts. going keep going you Don't, who else no 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 we're oh. not oh, keep going okay. but like i i like <laughs> i like t-shirts right um and i feel like it's it's catching on like this is something that's um currently a trend a heavy trend too so mm-hmm. um i think it's awesome that you are like uh, ahead of the curve
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy that you said that. Like graphic t-shirts are in. Graphic t-shirts really made a big splash. I would say like two years ago, where a lot of underground brands were just putting just graphics of whoever could be a favorite singer, could be a famous person, a historical figure, either in you know any in any culture's history or even in Black history. And people would love it, see it, and they would identify with it, and they would all just wear it because you know, graphic keys are the new thing in terms of expressing oneself with somebody else. So yeah. I mean, like even Vegas.
2: at uh, what's the name? I have a uh God is dope shirt. Keep going. Stop it. And like I have like <laughs> I have like two sweatshirts like that and a couple of t-shirts, and like I wore it to work one
0: day. Don't forget about your hat.
1: <laughs> you got a graphic hat? Yeah, graphic- yeah, all of it. All of it. I don't, I don't
2: know why he's throwing me out here like that, but I wanted to work. And like the 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 account director was like, "You have to send me the link to that. I need to get one. Oh, and really? I got one for my mom too. Like so, okay, okay. like they Definitely. legit they are in they're catching on. And that's that's across cultures because she, she she does not look like me, um, but it's like mm-hmm. you." if you can identify with what the shirt is saying or what the shirt is showing you or, you know, just portraying people want to, people want to have that, have that as well. Like they, they want, um, not only to wear somebody else's name or face or whatever, but if you have a message, um, or a phrase that you, think, Oh, like trust like your portrays, dopeness, right? <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug <laughs> that like kind of portrays what you believe people definitely tap in
1: definitely definitely like quick example was that back when we would having a lot of innocent innocent killings of you know young black men middle-aged black men by the police a few years ago you know and it was a big situation about black lives matter um me and my co we came up with a theme to portray a significant part of history and we made it into gra- a series of graphic tees we went back and did the la riots. uh in the early '90s of LA, where you know Rodney King, uh, you know Rodney King's happening and the killings in LA and the riots were portrayed where uh, cops with, or I should say, authorities of uh, you know the governing authorities was thinking of you know of us minorities as as basically subhuman when they see us in the streets, and we felt like it was a perfect time to highlight a, a crisis in our culture um, that. Portrayed us being basically mistreated by by police, so and we brought that out we came with three different uh two different colors: one tan, one black, and basically three different iconic moments of l a riots to portray in our t shirts and we really like connect with a lot of people not just in l a but also in New York and all through the country that really felt what was going on through our t shirts at the time
0: so uh, with that being said, you mentioned your partners or your your uh your business partners, right? So, one of our core questions is: Who was or is your mentor when starting uh, on your career path? So basically,
1: I never had a, a mentor I could actually you know go to and ask for the career advice, school advice. I was never gifted a person to actually cling on to, to gain knowledge from. What I actually did throughout my life was I met people at the right time because god put them in my pathway uh and i just learned and observed and gained knowledge from different instances situations and stories between these people and that kind of like helped molded who i am today and how i came to be this person um i wish i had a mentor i can go back to and say you know i'll go back for advice and uh or career advice and you know help me Decide at a younger age what I really wanted to do, but it all for me I believe it all happened for a reason. God wanted things happen for a reason for me. And I've been blessed to see and meet people at the age I am now to where I can say I like I'm I'm blessed to where who I've met and who I've been with, you know, since I've been a professional uh, in a the, the career for so it's pretty cool.
0: Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Now, um you before we even started the podcast, you mentioned that you were into um fashion. But you also mentioned you were into film and
1: Yeah, so basically, um, I would say when I'm with my clothing line, uh I wanted to bring a different aspect to how we present our clothing. So I was like, you know, speaking to my business partners, you know, doing photo shoots and everything was great. But what's another way we can present our clothing and, you know, change the visuals for how people perceive what we're doing. And I was like, I wanna actually make teasers and commercials or little, or little, uh I would say snippets uh, for people to see basically a cinematic presence of, about our clothing line. So basically I reached out to some people that I met, you know, before I even got into uh film and asking for the assistance, you know, they helped out. I got a guy to come out and be a, a cameraman, a guy come on, be a assistant director. And then we shot for one commercial and it was pretty dope. You know, we, basically the concept was we literally had one of our hats that we created for our line on a, on a piece of rock on a piece of rock in uh by four Street union square. And we literally filmed that piece of rock with I had on it for like 10 hours. because so we went to capture the time lapse of the sky how it came from like day to night. And, wow. and basically our first commercial was our hat being transitioned into a time lapse. Uh, With our basically logo being digitally stitched in, while digitally stitching while we were, um, you know, going through the time of the day and somebody picking up the hat, so it was a pretty cool concept, and that's how we got into more of the, more of the visuals, and then that led into a colleague of mine, me, you know, coming back to me one day and was like, "Hey, I have a script, you know, I'm new at this. I'd love you to read it because I know you do like do commercials and teasers for your clothes." I was like, "No problem." So I read the script one day. I fell in love. I was like, hey, man, anyway, I can be a part of this to help you, you know, do whatever type of TV show or film you're trying to produce with this script. I would love to be a part of it. Um, He was like, no problem. Came back to me a few days later and was like, hey, this is a director who now is currently one of my business partners uh, that would like to come on board and actually do the script with me. And from there, I I felt like it was uh, full circle because when I was a child, I always wanted to be a director. And them bringing this opportunity to actually be part of a, a a pilot for a TV series was crazy to me. So it coming full circle was a blessing, and I've been in love with it ever since.
0: No, that's dope. So in terms of um film, what award shows have you ever um gone to? Have you been been a part of um or want
1: to be a part of? Well, so I always wanted to actually win an award. An Oscar for a major film, you know, if that's like you know being producer for best movie of the year, best picture of the year, or you know, do, being part of the Spirit Awards, which is for actually uh, independent filmmakers' Oscars, basically uh, for young up-and-coming filmmakers, producers, an independent scene to actually get a claim for their project. So I always want to win either a you know, Spirit Award or win an Oscar. So that's one aspiration i have in terms of being a film producer that i would love to do um but one uh, i've been to uh what can i say i've been to a few pre-oscar events in california for the past few years i've been to the ebony oscar event i've been to the apple oscar event a pre-oscar event i've been to uh um what was, it, what was a couple of them i'm not getting them right now uh so shorts international. Wait, can we go? Yeah, back sure. Real go, quick. Definitely. Wait, what, Ebony Awards?
2: So, but, Ebony, Ebony Magazine, Ebony, Oscars, Ebony
1: Magazine pre-Oscar event. So they oh, would actually oh. do an event. Oh, okay. They would actually do an event for the, What's so basically like? it's crazy. So I'll tell you, when the first time I went to that Ebony pre-Oscar event, it was like oh. a lot of the underground to be to A level actors and actresses of, of, minor, of minority color. I was actually at this event and it was pretty cool because you meet some of the old school actors that you never thought you would meet. Like, for example, I've met, uh, the mother, sister, sister at that event. Uh, she was fantastic. Um, I've met Charles D. Jack Jack A. Harry, right? I met, I met Charles D. King. He is the executive producer of Fences with, with Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. <laughs> uh, when I met him, it was a pleasure because I didn't know who I was meeting until um, we got to talking. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm being nominated for an award, for the Oscars." I'm like, well, what movie you made?" He's like, "Yeah, I made, I'm a one of the things for Francis." I'm like, F- "I'm like, you made, you part of Francis." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh wow!" And It was really, it was really a, a life changing a moment because some of these most influential you know, influential people that you're meeting and you never knew they look like regular people. You may never knew who they may be behind the scenes. That made me fall in love so much with behind-the-scenes work to movies and films because these people actually take a team of people to create uh, a world that we watch on TV and how much hard work and dedication goes into it from start to finish, from principal principal photography to post-production. It's crazy, so you know it's really awesome.
0: So it sounds like you have a lot on your plate. So another core question would be: What is your definition of ambition?
1: But that's definition of ambition: someone who will do what it takes under you know, under realistic circumstances to make their goals come to fruition. Ambition is something you won't stop yourself from achieving. If, if it's not your end goal, you know a goal that may lead to your end goal so you know it's, it's, it's the world never stop achieving what you want to
0: do okay um now we always ask what's your definition of, of ambition to um our guest mm-hmm. one of the main reasons is me and donna we always have this discussion about ambition and just overall growth so donna has a tendency of being overly ambitious and sometimes i tell her hey you gotta just relax and Mm -hmm. chill with that being said i'm the same way i'm just like her (laughs) so it's it's kind of like yo babe you need to chill you you did what you did you you achieved your goal now it's time for you to just relax no 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 i need more and then like it's it's always a hey babe you you just achieved what you want to do and uh just chill like uh so she would she wouldn't let me um big her up but i'm gonna big her up on every single podcast now um (laughs) donna has written a book and uh it's a book that's near and dear to her so donna please talk about the book uh real quick what's the title of the book
2: conversations with mom yeah so
0: (laughs) uh that's part of her ambition so donna's going to school she's a full-time mom full-time wife um and has found the time to just create something of substance, okay. right? Um, now with with ambition, substance, and all that other stuff, right? Um, speak speak about um education because you are now um in school for your master's, yes, I am, and you are going for public administration, which is uh sometimes me and Cordero talk and it's like, oh, you going to. School Class for that, uh, uh, well, I can't help. You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: was
0: like, go. I was like, hey, go talk to, go talk to um, my mm-hmm. boss, uh, because uh, she has public administration, or it might be public health. Either, either way, um,
2: what can I? Well, I yes. want to jump in real quick. So, what made you decide to get a master's in public administration? Like, I, I have the same master's degree, so I was just see, wondering, she's like, what, you see what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: no, nah, but like, what, what? <laughs> What made you decide to do your degree, that degree specifically? And or did you,
1: where are you going? Okay, so, so yes, I'm currently. Yeah, 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 drop that. Okay. Drop that knowledge
0: right there. Definitely. So i go, go so? to
1: Baruch College in the city in New York. Hey.
0: No, 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 say, say, that. say that one more time. Baruch go College.
1: Ahead. I go, I, I'm in the program, Austin Marks <laughs> hey. Program of Public Affairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I appreciate so. that. So um, started not too long ago on my master's program. Uh, I, I'm doing public uh, public administration for two reasons. One, when I was in the college, do my Manda studies at uh John Jay and York, or more specifically John Jay, I graduated with a degree in criminal justice. Reason being, I don't think I was interested at the time and I was just hell bent on getting a bachelor's degree and getting being done with school at the time. So, and, you know, that shifted my career focus into more of the uh, public and criminal sector of, of 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 um of the world, but the thing is, though, I wasn't finding anything to be my passion while I was trying to figure out what to do with my my bachelor's degree. So then, as time passed, and I got into other things like fashion and film, uh, a a person that I encountered got some knowledge on me. He was like, "So you're into film?" Right? I was like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What's what's what's another passion of yours?" I was like, "I'm into real estate as well." He was like, "Well." With pub with with being a, a degree in a public administration or in the public sector, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do with government government owned land and government owned programs for different for different types of real estate that you can get into that you can build for them and also you know establish connection with through government grant and government leasing. So, you want to build production companies or have a production company yourself? You can merge the two fields and. Do something crazy with you know with with government owned properties or government lease properties or government entity properties and actually use those resources to get and build whatever you want in terms of production wise so it made sense to me after I had that conversation because I never looked at it that way, so i was i was I got really career focused in terms of you know let me get into the public sector public administration sector and have a core concentration of you know finance and and public settings to better understand how i can merge these two worlds so that's the reason why i'm doing it i'm kind of drawing both of my interests and bringing them together into one
2: that's what's up because um i think it's really important that people don't realize just how much resources are out there and they just feel like you know it's almost sometimes like unattainable um you know the different types of uh funding and grants and things like that are at your fingertips if you just know how to apply yourself or how to write that business plan or how to um you know get yourself prepared to be um marketable for a business loan like things like that um people don't really know that's out there and uh, and that opportunity is even there so I really feel like um public administration and like public affairs you learn. Quite a bit about what's actually available. Definitely, to you. I can't agree
0: more. So what y'all saying are, so what you guys are saying is I should have got a master's in public administration. No, sir. Oh,
2: you got that. I got. I'll hold that one, and then you, you got to hold your degree. You got your so, own master's. Where did you get your master's from? Metropolitan College of New York.
0: And where'd you get your uh, bachelor's oh, from?
2: <laughs> where'd you get your master's? What's your master's in?
0: Oh my, my MBA yeah, is MBA. in. Uh, Healthcare management. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the school that Donna went to for her, her mm-hmm. bachelor's was Hampton, the real HU. Oh, nice. So every episode, every <laughs> oh, episode, yo. I drop uh, Hampton, the real HU. Yeah,
2: I love Home by the Sea. I love my university. I love my university. But Corey is dragging, <laughs> he, he is dragging this HU. I like, love it. Like smoke. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm not I even it. out here. Going like, my HU is better than you. I don't. I don't. But it I is though. It is though. <laughs> I don't disagree. Howard with is you. Howard wow, is gentrified. Howard core... is gentrified. Okay. All right. Should I stop? And what's the next core question? Oh my <laughs> god. You <got> the, <laughs>
0: the next core question would be, what advice would you give someone trying to get a foot in the door of your industry, whether it be education, whether it be film, whether it be
1: family. well. I I'm a I'm a true believer in education is a gateway to what you want to do but your degree doesn't dictate what you do in your life so um if you have a passion fashion passion film it's always good you know you have a background in it but you can be have education in anything else other than that, and still find a way there. So I'll tell a quick story. So when I had, did, did like a three day internship with um, Goldman Sachs many years ago, uh, you said yeah. three day, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting program. I a three day internship in Goldman Sachs. That's all you need for Goldman. Sachs. Yeah, um, I, I actually was part of a nonprofit who allowed a, a me the opportunity to do a three day internship with them. Um, basically basically what it was what happened was is that you know a lot of people who are working on the floor a lot of the executives and assistants were showing us around and on the first day when we were taking the tour of like that like multiple stock floors right like one on the first floor one on the third floor um uh let's get her name but basically she was she was the head uh head of the third floor stock exchange and basically she was like yeah you know I have a major in English. My back, my bachelor's are in English. <laughs> I am English degree major, and I am leading the stock floor. I want to, go to the Goldman Sachs Like I was blown away. Um, one another executive came through, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, my background is in history, but you see me today making six figures, taking you on a tour of an executive uh, executive office where we do our meetings, because nothing is dictated by what you learned in school, but how you use it and. I learned that from a young age, and and I learned that from most of these multi-conglomerate corporations have people from different backgrounds and given their input on how to create something genuine for the public to consume. So, you know, what I would say is for people trying to get into the film and fashion is keep your interest high, ask questions, don't be afraid to ask people what their thoughts are, how they got there, or even ask for advice and information, because believe it or not, people would help you more than less not help you they will actually give you advice and help more than deny you if you come with the right approach so always ask questions always ask advice and be and be more proactive on, on searching for internship opportunities just to learn the background or experience as being maybe a uh, assistant fashion designer or a production assistant on a set It's to get the worldly experience because it's probably the most intricate thing is to get the experience in some type of those fields or, or those environments. You just experience in it. and then from there you can meet, you network. and Networking is the most important factor in building one professional resume, professional experience. Networking is key and listening and learning, man. That's the best. That's your best. That's the best feature. Just to listen and learn, talk a lot and learn.
2: I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of like networking and meeting. Mm-hmm different people and and building on those relationships i'm like i feel like people people don't when they hear networking they instantly think i gotta ask this person for a job and networking is so much more than that it's like nurturing a relationship you can reach out or if you see that they're doing some um something amazing on linkedin you know supporting them encouraging them congratulating them um just reaching out and seeing how people are doing once you're no longer at that at your former company and just keeping those contacts, that's a form of networking. That's, that's all a form of keeping in contact and building rapport. You know what I mean? And like people will remember, um, what you, the feeling you left them with, you know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't have to be, it's, it's, it's it's glad, sad. whatever. If it's negative or or positive, people will remember the feeling that you left them with, you know what I mean? Like making an impression, and keeping that like sustaining that impression sustaining that relationship i think goes a very very long I agree. way
0: and being that you said that so i, I they had uh, a meme that i saw today um the guys from earn your leisure podcast um posted it and it said it was from warren buffett it said you can't do good business with bad people mm-hmm. you cannot do good business with bad people I agree with that. So even though you network, you should identify who you're going to network with. Um, and one of my old co-workers, um, I got a phone I got an email, uh, and it was from a guy saying, hey, you were left at somebody's reference. Are you, can I contact you? And I happened to have my phone in my hand at mm-hmm. that time. So um, I was like, yeah. You can call me right now. So I talked to him and he was basically like, oh, I just want to see if the reference was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, went, he 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 wanted to see if the reference was real because it's a city okay. job. Oh, right. So then he was asking me about it. He was like, oh, I'm just going to let you know. She has the job. She's wonderful. Um, her personality <laughs> is great. They, they and I said, no, her personality is great. And she's willing to grow and she wants to grow. She wants to be bigger than she is now. Oh, there's there's tons of growth here. We only expect her to be in this role for a short period of time, and then she's going to continue to grow. Um, so that that was part of her network with me.
2: I want to ask a tangent question, right? Because this is all reminding me of someone that I won't disclose her. Her name, definitely her. Um, <laughs> but I want to know you from you, Cordero, as well as from my husband. Would you give? a bad recommendation this goes with more than one person now that i'm oh thinking i've about done it. it you've given a let's bad recommendation okay so here wait wait, wait, wait. let's take a, let's take a couple steps back let me let me paint the picture real quick <laughs> so, so if if somebody asked you whether or not um you would provide them with a reference oh they didn't even you... ask
0: me that's why they got a bad one
2: no okay see no i'm talking about would you leave a bad recommendation if they asked you whether or not you could do a recommendation for them uh-huh. and they weren't great, like they either one wasn't, wasn't great at their job. Okay. They, they just, they were In your not opinion? competent. In your opinion, they were not competent. This is a fact though. This is a fact. So this is not, okay. this is not an opinion. They okay. were not great at their job or, um, they had a horrible, um, I want to say presence. They <laughs> had a horrible My personality. Uh, personality strong yeah. They, yeah, like but like they were just difficult to work with. There you go. They they, they were difficult to um not work with person. and it's just they were it was you you were disappointed that you had to see them every day at work.
1: Damn. Yeah,
2: listen. I mean, come on. Let's, damn us let's, let's be let's be real for a minute. Would you give a bad recommendation? I'm, I'm asking Cordero cuz I already know my husband <laughs> would give a horrible recommendation and it's not blink and it's not blink.
1: It's happened. Let's
2: start with our guest, please. All right. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so what I would say is I wouldn't actually give a disclaimer before I actually would give a person a recommendation. So basically if that person would sucker. I'm serious. I'll give a disclaimer. On, dang, I'll let no. that person know. What do you mean, disclaimer? I'll, Tell like, me what I'll you I'll let mean. that person, Tell if they come to me for a recommendation or a reference, like, yeah, I won't do it. Like, I won't even write it for them. I just won't do it. But I honestly felt like you were detrimental to a work area, a organization, company, because your work was either incompetent or lacked efficiency. Like, So you
2: would tell yeah, them no? Yeah, I would, tell, would them, tell them no in I that moment? I would tell
1: them no. I feel like men are more like to write I would now. tell them no than write a bad That's recommendation. Great. I would rather tell them no and say, this is where you can <laughs> fix some things and I hope you have good luck in the future. Or... Yeah, wow. you know, like,
0: oh, yeah, I'll write that recommendation because
2: I feel like they were like a positive influence to work with. Yeah. That's ha. crazy. That's ha. crazy. So, much <laughs> So, ready. ready? So, he ready. There was just, just one, one time. There was just one time.
0: Like, I don't like people. Uh huh. Like, like. Uh-huh. Like, like. Uh-huh. Like,
1: like.
2: Uh-huh. like, there's only a few people I like. I appreciate, right? know that, I know appreciate that. I appreciate that. that. Thank you. So, he do not like, he doesn't like he does He does have a smug face at the time. I understand that. Yo, know yeah. family included. Maybe ten people total. He likes anybody Seriously. can
0: get it, yo. I can name those oh ten people. <laughs> Girl, so, <he's> um, <laughs> they was like, "Yeah, I applied for this job," and you know, I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool, that's cool." Yeah, all right. <laughs> then I get a phone call. I'm like, and I don't pick up numbers that I don't know, so I I was like, "Oh, let me pick this up, pick up the phone." Terrible. It's like, "Hi, Corey," terrible. um, where. We're interviewing X, Y, Z, and they left you as a reference. I said, they did?
2: He said, yes. like,
0: they did? He said, yes. Is, like, <laughs> said, yes. is, is that is an that issue? I said, oh, no, it's not an issue. But I can tell you, I do not recommend that you take wow. this person off. This person does wow. not have the temperament, does not have the work ethic, or the ambition to do whatever job they interviewed for. Wow. And he was like, but I didn't tell you what the job was. I'm telling you you don't want them. Wow, wow. And he's like, Oh He said he said, Thank you for your candor. I said yes. <laughs>
2: Thank you for your candor. Gosh. Yeah. Husband. Nah. It's rough. I, oh, see, oh no I no, just, no. I just but there I is de- there I is, deflect. But there deflect. is there is a time. <laughs> there is
0: a time. Deflect. So oh, right. I know we went on a tangent, but this there is a time where you want to get a toxic person mm. or toxic people out of your environment, and you'll tell your boss, or if you ever become a boss or supervisor or whatever, I will fill out that paperwork right now so you can leave. Mm. What about those instances? Um, if you if say for instance you had you had a canker sore of mm, a person, canker sore, <laughs> a canker sore wow. of a wow. person, you or persons wow. in 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 your environment. And you wanted them to like dissipate, disappear, poof, be gone. That ain't Skedaddle. right. Skedaddle,
2: giving them giving this problem to somebody else.
0: So why you got to be in hell?
2: Listen, I mean, if they wanted to go, yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop them. You know what I mean? i would probably helping along, but I, I mean, I just it just feels. My thing is, I'm. I personally, I deflect. I'm
1: sorry. I'm
0: sorry, you ask? Yo, this is supposed to be a podcast about positivity, and you got me no, showing No, Listen, out.
2: listen. I'm just asking. I'm just asking because these these moments happen, and I'm just wondering how other people deal. And I'm like, I don't want to recommend somebody who I know isn't great. You know what I mean? Like, so I would just, you
0: tell them no? And no,
2: I left them on red. Like, I, I was Jesus so glad Christ. that they didn't ask me in real life. They asked, and if me they asked LinkedIn, you in real life.
0: What you would have said? Um, yes. just
2: let. I probably would have been and not answered the phone that's Let that's me. worse though <laughs> it might that's be worse. it might be worse I just I really don't like I don't want to be the person if you're asking me what can I do to improve that's different I will I will give you that if you coming to me like you think you're great and you want my recommendation and I'm like oh
0: so you got to tell me who this is like <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll tell you cause it-
2: I'll offline, I'll let you know who that. Because the,
0: the crazy part about it, if she tells me now, I'll, I'll probably
2: yeah, no, no, no,
1: say, no, 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 no.
2: But no, it's no, no, just no like
1: I, mm-mm. my my thing is that? like if it's for this sorry, one no problem. It's my thing if it's for the greater good for the, of the team, and that person may have to get ejected. They, you may have to give them what they want. They can just get out of here. Get out of here. like, like you can't be here. You can't stay. But you can't be here. Like, you know that's that's what might have to happen just in case. You know, you know, if, if that person is a poison to the environment, poison to the work, you know, the, the the workflow, then you know, it may be best for your productivity and, and the rest of the people's sanity to that person to go.
2: I'm just, I'm just saying, like there, there, there are people who are toxic. And you want them gone, and they got to go somewhere. Like they got to eat. They do got to eat. They got to eat. Do eat. eat. They, they don't eat. do. They do. No,
1: they don't. They Yo, don't. No, they, they, they do. Don't. Everybody like, got to
2: no. eat. Everybody no. has to eat. Yes. No. And I'm like, no, but no. I really do feel like some people need, and I mean, there's a the time and a place for that. That's what HR is for. It is. I just listen. If you're on my team and you report to me, and that's different. But if you are just somebody I have to like exist right. with, and you're you're like, you are that canker sore, and you're like, just negative and toxic to the team, then I just feel like that is what HR is for.
0: So with that being said, my wife <laughs> is my conscience, my boss. Mm. Is my conscience because there's plenty of times I just want to slap people, oh.
2: and I got a channel what would Donna do? Yeah, I'm always worried about him being the manager of the whole team. I'm worried. I'm worried because I'm like, yo, you don't, you don't like listening to us, and you love us. So <laughs> I, I, I worry about the people that come to you with any kind of foolishness, and you're like, because you, he'll come home and say, I told him to get out of my office i said all the time he does does. i'm like babe babe we need this money we need this check i got that new little timer i got the timer you got five minutes and when it beeps you get out our life is set up on both checks husband i need you (laughs) not to disrespect the people that report to you like get out out of my office like mad slow get out of my office, I
0: I'm tell like, him I tell one of them. you Can't be like this. I tell one of them. No, nope, we're not you doing go, this. On you. I told you started.
2: You. Right. Sorry, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you see me look. You just see me looking
0: over at him. Like, All right, Sir. So off of this, yeah, this, like, this, ten minute tangent, pivot, uh-huh. that, pivot. that pivot. Donna went on
2: <laughs> Oh, it's my fault. Yeah, I just core thought we question. should talk about it real quick.
0: Uh, fourth core question hmm. would be: What is one book you have read that has changed your life or your approach to life? So before you even answer okay. that question. I let Cordero hold the book
2: like, eighteen
0: million months ago.
2: It might have been a good book. Don't hang on this man. Why I was are you like, "Yo, we might want a podcast." I, 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 you could've you could've could have talked about that any day. I said, "I said, well, yo, the,
0: I said, yo, his where's the? I said, yo, where's the people? I said, yo, where's I the, book? the book? Back, he was like, right? "Yo, I, brought I got the it." Book back, though. <laughs> no, no. So he brought the book back, right? And I let Nick, I let Nicolette hold it. Nicolette still has the book.
1: It's a good book. It's a good read. It's a good read.
0: Yeah, what whatever, but it? What no, book is it? A working with emotional intelligence. Yeah. Oh. That has that has changed my life with me not cursing people out. about this book all the time. I love it.
1: You might not, you might not <laughs> never get it back, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what book has
0: changed your life or your approach
1: to life? Uh, one book that really influenced me on in how to read and navigate People and their personalities was the art of war by right? Sun That book definitely taught me how to identify people's weaknesses, um, understand how ma- manipulation of one person can lead to you know you understanding your enemy better and proceeding with caution and great patience when trying to achieve something. That book has helped me out.
0: It's similar to um, it's similar it, to well, the power, of power by Robert Greene,
1: uh, another book I love.
0: But uh, power is. Uh, way bigger in terms of the uh,
1: readers. Yeah, it, or... it is. It is. Those are my two favorite books, it's, actually.
2: Yeah. There's a book I don't remember the name of the mm. book, but there's get rich book... or die trying. Fifty cent. <laughs> no, no, baby. Oh, no. Okay. No. Fail. Uh, so there's this book, right? And it's about body language. And like I, I thought of it because you mentioned like you know learning other people's weaknesses mm. and whatnot, and I just feel like there's a lot to be, um. Acknowledged and seen when you see someone one, like while they're talking to you, their body movements because okay. they can tell you things without speaking, and like it told you what, um, how what certain what certain stances meant. Like if you stood facing someone, like someone standing in front of you, but you're giving them like your shoulder while you're talking to them, you're almost like talking to them over your shoulder, with your whole body facing away from them um would mean or, or sometimes
0: you, when people nod their head no and they're saying yes.
2: Yeah, like there's like a lot of different things that people do and they don't realize that they do them. Like having your arms folded while someone's been giving a presentation gives you gives off, you know, um a subliminal that you may not even know that you are doing, that you don't believe them.
0: No, but sometimes it's it's uh it's also um it's two things for that. So it can be standoffish, or it can be, hey, I'm on guard, or it can be, hey, I'm comforting myself.
2: Right, but they, like, see, this book, w- like, breaks down um, why and how someone um can perceive what people are uh, feeling, <clears throat> yeah. and it can be in a professional setting or not, but it's, like, taking in those kinds of things. Like, so when you're giving a presentation, things you shouldn't do with your hands, um when you are yeah, you um paint. right like you shouldn't have you shouldn't have you should have an open stance where your hands are your the palms of your hands are actually showing like i just thought that was like a great book like <laughs> so in terms of like what you look at when you're talking you're, to someone you're less like,
0: threatening if your palms are open because you're welcoming the person but it's an
2: entire book about it so like an entire book about different types of I'll i'll find it for sure Damn, but like um,
0: tag it in. some people call me a bully, or say they I walk around like a bully. No lie. <laughs> or they say I'm I'm aggressive. I don't I don't I don't see it. <laughs> um, I don't see it. Um, but uh, they may be right.
1: They may be right.
0: Yeah, they may they
1: be. <laughs> yeah they may be right I don't know
0: I don't, I don't see what
1: people You know say. what's crazy Or just maybe If If if, if One person tells you something like, They could be suspicious right If two people tell you something They could be lying right But if More than a few types of People tell you something It might be true Like it just might be true Talk to him,
0: all... Talk it, to no, him. it might Talk be true But man. then Talk I don't
1: I don't care <laughs> I don't care <laughs> I don't care <laughs>
0: Because wow. if if you feel like I'm I'm being a bully or aggressive, that just means that you're
2: a sheep. Wow. Don't. No. Wait, well, husband. Yeah. Sorry, I, stop. I need you to backpedal back back. Well, I gotta, pedal. I'm not backpedaling nothing. No, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. You tell me all know the time. Back. Reverse. Reverse. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. I mean, <laughs> get off this road. U-turn. Let's go back. So there's a quote. The fifth there's quote, a quote, quote which,
0: saying. The fifth question. There's a quote saying, um, <laughs> uh, a, a herd of sheep. Uh Oh. Okay. We're still on this road. Somebody would rather be one line leads a herd of sheep, right? Rather than uh, a sheep leading a pack of a pack of lines or a part of lines, right? So,
2: I look up this quote. Some
0: no, I can I can find it. I <laughs> I, I, I posted it on Instagram. I just okay. can't remember the right. exact verbiage. Okay. Um, hold on one second, yeah, because you know, you
1: know, I quote sometimes. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I. I love okay. lions, I love sharks. So is the is the point of the of the quote that The point of the quote is if you're led by stri- you so goes the leader, so goes the culture. So goes the leader, so goes the the followers, right? Only a good leader is willing to follow, right? And that's from a book by Simon uh Simic, I think his name is, um Leaders Eat Last. So, so goes is, the leader, the... so goes the
2: are you are you inferring that sheep can't lead? Can't lead a pack of of strong of strong no. people?
0: Because they're you gonna can't fold under a... pressure. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: They are though. I understand. Like
2: I don't know. I mean, like parts of me understand that. Like parts of me understand. That. I don't feel like every leader needs to be. I'm not saying uh, every leader a lion, needs to be. Because I'm like every problem isn't doesn't it doesn't need a hammer. Because every single but a situation, line does, a line doesn't hammer. No, you know Hors. what I'm saying. Like what? Corey Orlando. No, wow. but I'm like name. <laughs> my, <laughs> it's like my point, my point is not every situation calls for the same person. Not every situation calls for like, like um someone who is loud and abrasive may be a great coach, but they're not great working with kids. No. Like you know what I mean. So I'm just. I just feel like every situation doesn't call for the same type of leadership. I agree. Okay. With that.
0: So here it goes: an army of sheep led by a lion is better than an army of of lions led by a sheep. Alexander the Great.
1: It's a it's a strong quote. It's a strong quote that refers to you know how one leads um, leads men or and or women
0: get down or lay down.
1: But <laughs> man, this guy, this guy.
0: No, no no no, no no but um leadership leadership is um is is not an easy task, and um it's it's something that you have to be yeah, I feel about.
1: some people have it, and some people don't to tell you true, yeah,
0: but with that being said, right, uh being that we talked about leadership, here goes our last core mm-hmm. question, and the best core question there is if you were a superhero, who would you be, or if you had a superpower? what would your
1: superpower be? That's a great question, man. I feel like Ordonian made that question. I don't feel like I was giving a core question.
0: So, you're going to be the fastest
1: person? All right, let's see, let's see. I mean, if I was a superhero, who would I be? All right. Out of all the superheroes that we know in our universe, I would probably be actually Batman. I would be actually Batman.
0: So, you're, a, a, you're at least the fourth person? Mm-hmm. That has said there will be Batman. Tell us why you would be Bruce Wayne.
1: It, took, it takes a lot of dedication, hard work, perseverance to do what Batman did to make himself a crime fighter who's only a human to be this intelligent and this motivated to learn. Basically, I forget how many martial arts he you knows to combat crime. Yeah, to combat crime and to be that highly intelligent to either build his own his own gadgets to Batmobile to knowing at the weaknesses of how to stop Superman. This, it, it's it's the it's the amazing most amazing thing about the human spirit uh, that people understand about superheroes. So
0: so Batman knows a hundred and twenty seven martial arts. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, he knows like, every martial is actually known to man. Him and uh, him and uh, uh, Black Panther actually. Well, no, Captain no, Black America. Panther actually knows more. Actually, so that's crazy. And Captain that's America. American. So yeah, I would be Batman. Cause he doesn't have anything. To, uh, Steve
0: Rogers, uh, the super Super he so. doesn't have any
1: superpowers.
0: And Black Panther is uh t- T'Talla, t-talla. yeah. Yo, is just shaking <laughs> this
1: question. Yeah.
2: Every time he has to nerd out and man, man. as many facts as possible. I'm like, look at this man.
1: I I, I love comics, so I though. I, I nerd don't out care. as well. I don't it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but what super power I would've loved to have though if I needed to have a if I, if I had some power. The power, power to read minds I think would be a great superpower to have. So you are at least the third person
0: <laughs> who said they want to read minds. Yeah,
1: the power to read minds.
0: And you can't read yeah, it. you're yeah, the third person. Yeah. It's, well, it's a
1: good course. one. It's
2: I a really so. good
0: one. I probably would too. Nah, I don't, I don't want to know what people
2: do. I don't want to do it all the time, but I want people to because do
1: it. Because if I had the power to control what people do, there'd be no fun in that. Like, I, I don't want to control what you do because if I control what you do, there is no surprise in my life. There's no you know, you know, spontaneous, you know, spontaneous things to do in my life. I can control you to do what you want to do. So I can just read your mind and see what you do next. That's all the fun. That's what the fun is.
0: You know what's crazy about that is, I was just thinking back about Batman. Batman has no traditional superpowers, right. right? He's a billionaire. He's a playboy. He's a philanthropist, just like Tony Stark, yeah. right? But then I was thinking about uh batman's greatest adversary which is my favorite supervillain, the mm-hmm. joker the joker has no superpowers but he's just he's a super genius right and some of the, the 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 characters who uh go against batman have superpowers and he defeats them easy but he can't defeat the joker he, easy he's like the joker's like the answer you know what's
1: crazy about joker though if you it... He's to me. He's not really a super genius. It's just that the he lacks the capacity to use his emotion to do like to to watch to, your monster. No, he lacks the capacity to use his emotion to protect people. He does what he wants because it's out of pleasure. So he is the purest form of, of someone who wants full the wants, wants the fullest capacity to enjoy pleasure. If that if that pleasure seeing people die or people getting hurt or being you know a, a sadistic or uh, monsters, then that's what he loves to do. Different than different than Bane. When Bane's super intelligent and uses his intelligence to actually beat Batman, I believe the second time they 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 fight each other. Even though even though he has superpowers, strength, he is probably the most intelligent super villain. Batman over Batman won again. In terms in terms of oh, the maybe. capacity of of being intelligent, I think Bane is probably. Oh
0: well, 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 human, wise, human
1: wise, yeah, yeah, right. There you go. Thank you for going So I'm going I'm <laughs> to start
0: talking about superheroes right now. Because Donna's just like...
1: We can, we we nice. can continue another time. We <laughs> I another time.
2: any
0: of those words. <laughs> so with, uh, with that being said, and I haven't done it for the last two podcasts, so I do apologize about that, listeners. But we often name our podcast after pop culture references, but typically pop culture ref- references of our hue. So I believe I'm going to name this podcast episode... Because you talked about fashion, you talked about education, and you talked about film.
1: I'm gonna hey. name this. Boomerang. Oh, you see, this is this is why me and you in the same length I, I love it because I was thinking. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna name. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name this boomerang off of the strength of fashion. When uh, you should when, name it Marcus,
1: uh, actually. You should name uh, it Marcus. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I may I may do yeah. that. Uh, it may be maybe boomerang or Marcus, but I was thinking about um, the fashion that that pops wore. He had mushrooms on his shirt, uh-huh. mushrooms on his belt. It was it was crazy. I I was watching yeah. one of those scenes the other day. But um, we would like to say thank you for joining your podcast tonight, Cordero. It was wonderful you. having you on Appreciate the podcast, And uh, we we welcome another conversation with you later down the road. But uh, thank you for joining the podcast with your host Corey Sargent and Donna Sargent Once again, thank you, Appreciate
1: it guys. Thank you, guys.